0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French, straight from Paris. Somebody asked me literally yesterday afternoon, right after my lunch and before I got here to the studio. She said, Simon, what is the secret of a great first date? What can I do to have a great first date? I said, There's no really a secret. But here's my recipe, the French recipe, if you may say so. Make a good first impression. Basically, be on time. Dress nicely. Have a good attitude. Positive. Goes a long way. Like joie de vivre. I often talk about that, meaning love life, love the here and now, the carpe diem. Have this good vibe. And try to make your date comfortable. And then just see how it goes. Easy breezy. Plus joy of life equals a good first date. No matter what, you're going to have A good time. And that's the most important. Now, if you have any questions about your relationships, call me now. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Carolina, bonjour. What is going on? Bonjour, Chapman. I have been dating a guy for a little while now, and I
2: really, really like him. But um, I'm kind of concerned that he's dating other women, so I was wondering how you feel about not really like stalking him, but I found myself like following him around. Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. So <laughs> when you say following him around, so you, you, he doesn't know you're just like constantly at night going to his house, follow his car, how do you follow him around?
2: Yeah, like, if I stay over and he leaves for work in the morning, I'll wait just a little bit, and then I'll kind of follow him to work.
1: And why is that?
2: I'm just really concerned he's dating other women. Like, his communication has been a little inconsistent. And we never really had, like, the official talk, you know, like, we're going steady, you know, we're not seeing other people. So... I just have this, we- it's more just like a woman's intuition. So do you think it's like bad if I go and follow him and see what he's doing?
1: So let's reverse the role and tell me what you think. Let's say it's you. Would you like to be followed by your boyfriend without knowing it?
2: I mean, I guess I wouldn't care because I have nothing to hide.
1: But but think about it. The fact that you follow him is the reaction to your insecurity that may be seeing other women, Right.
2: Yeah, but I just don't want to flat out ask him because then what if he's not and he gets offended that I even think that?
1: Well, no, I don't think it's offensive, but you've, you've said something key when you told me what's going on. You told me you never had the DTR, which is a defined the relationship talk. You didn't have that talk, right?
2: No, it just kind of led into, you know, seeing each other. We didn't have the talk of being like official.
1: But that here's the thing. In America, as you know, that's the rule of the land. Meaning as long as we don't have a defined relationship moment, everybody can date everybody. And so if I were you, I would stop following him. I would have this talk. And then when he speaks to you, I would like you to listen to your intuition. And your intuition will make you feel, is he lying to me or is he being honest to me? But there's no need to follow a dude. All you need to do is to have the DTR. They find the relationship. You tell him, I want us to be exclusive now. Are you on the same page? If he says no, you know he's seeing other women. If he says yes.
2: Yeah, that's true. That'll give me my answer then.
1: So, yeah, just follow the rule. And I think anyone would understand it's a logical thing to ask after a while. Are we exclusive or not? Okay?
2: Okay. Thank you so much.
1: Good luck to you with that talk. And I hope it goes your direction and, and everything goes well for you and him. Okay?
2: Thank you, Simon.
1: Coming up, I'm going to go help somebody who left me a voicemail because her and her boyfriend have different expectations of the future. That's next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question either tonight or 24-7, leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I will get to it. Just like for this one.
3: Bonjour, Simon. uh, This is Jennifer. I love your show. I wanted to call in with a question. Um, I started dating this guy that I met online and everything was going so well. And then around the fifth date or so, I find out that he doesn't know that he wants marriage and he doesn't know that he wants children. And he also wasn't sure if he was ready to be in a relationship yet. And I want all of those things. So I'm just curious what your advice is for me, um, how to move forward. I'm, I'm not ready to say goodbye to him, but at the same time, I know we want different things, and I, I don't know how to navigate it. So I'll be listening to your show, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say to help me. And thank you so much. You're, you're awesome.
1: So Jennifer, thank you for the voicemail. What can you do when you and your partner don't want the same thing for your relationship in the future? I'll tell you that next. Have you ever started a great relationship and realized that you and your partner, as great as it is today, don't want the same thing in life for the future? Don't want kids, for instance, or one of you don't want to get married. And you may love each other, but you know, there is no future because those things are what you really want. That's the dilemma that Jennifer left me a voicemail about. So here's my advice. Jennifer, I know you said you're not ready to quit that relationship. But in your mind, you already have. Because you know the answer. You can't betray yourself. If you want to be a mom, if you want to be married, and you're with somebody who doesn't want to be a father and doesn't want to marry you, it's a sure thing that sooner or later you're going to leave him. So I'm not going to tell you when. I'm just going to tell you to follow your intuition. And when your intuition tells you it's time to say goodbye. You will. All right. Good luck to you. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I hope that helps you. You call the next 855 905 8255 on the rendezvous. Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you want to share a romantic story with me, call the rendezvous now. 855 905 8255. Melody, bonjour.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Melody. So I know you have. A very romantic story to share with me tonight. And I want to know what it is.
4: Okay. When I was back in New York and I was working and feeling very lonely, my boyfriend then came to New York and he said, tomorrow you're off, it's Sunday, I want to take you out. I want to take you to the River Cafe. And it's this beautiful cafe on the other side of the river And then we walked back across the Brooklyn Bridge. And in the middle of the bridge, he stopped Mm -hmm. and he got down on one knee. And he said, would you marry me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, I "I would. Why do you ask? (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) And he gave me the absolute right answer. He said, because I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And I said, yes, I will. Wow. <laughs> <most>
1: <laughs> so I just, I got, why did you ask him that? Did you have a doubt why he was asking?
4: We were so happy together. We were, we were having a great time. And it was kind of like, why do you want to change this? I see. Like, I wanted to make sure, why do you want to change this? This great thing we've got.
1: Okay, and yeah. the uh, the question I have: What kind of ring he gave you?
4: None, no, he didn't give me a ring. It was he what? Said, I want, it was. It was. But he knows me. He said, "I want you to choo- help me choose the ring that you want."
1: Okay, so it was it was understood. It was an, an, almost pre-agreed that he would propose without offering the ring at the same time.
4: Oh no, it wasn't pre-agreed. <laughs> oh, no, but he no, but he knew me well enough to know that.
1: I'm very controlling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Wow. All right. Appreciate the honesty. Well, this this is the first. I've heard many stories. This one is pretty unique. Usually there's a (laughs) ring. But anyway, thank you so much, Melody, for sharing that story. And congratulations to both of you.
4: Thank you so
1: much. I'm just wondering, how would you feel if the man proposing to you had no ring in his hand? Let's talk a little more about that next. How would you feel if the man you is, you love, you've been in a relationship, you trust, would propose to you without a ring? (laughs) Which just happened to my last caller, Melody, who said, you know, we're on the bridge in New York and all of that. And he goes on one knee and he says, you know, would you want to marry me? And then they talk. And I said to her, I said, what kind of ring you got? And she said, oh, no, no ring. He knew better because I'm too controlling and we had to go together. And I'm just so surprised that she took it like this, because honestly, I would never dare to (laughs) propose to a woman without a ring at the same time. So the good thing is, I have in my studio, one of our producers, Trisha, is about to get engaged, we believe. So I'm going to ask her next, how would she feel if her boyfriend Patrick would propose without a ring in his hand? So that is coming up next. Stay with us. So here's the question. How would you feel if the man you is, the man you love, would get on one knee and propose without a ring? Trisha, bonjour. Bonjour. You are in love with Patrick? I am. I want to know how would you feel if the day he proposes to you, he comes out with an empty hand, no ring. What would you say? What would you do? I would say no. Then I wouldn't take it as serious. Actions speak louder than words. So you need I'm going to need that ring. Yeah. Going to need that ring. <laughs> and, and, and since we added what kind of what what shape of ring? Ooh, since we're talking about it, I like an emerald cut. <laughs> Good just FYI since we know Patrick is listening. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to put that question on our social media. How would you feel if your partner would propose to you without a ring? Feel free to answer. You call us next on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kimi. Bonjour, Simon.
3: How are you?
1: Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So tell me what's going on tonight.
3: So I have a male best friend. He's been going through some very tough marriage problems. So, they had a big fight this weekend. He came over. He was super upset to talk about it. We were, of course, having drinks, and he was very emotional, and the ooh la happened.
1: The ooh happened? Yeah. I see. And yeah. now what?
3: I don't know what. I'm so, you know, nervous, and, you know, <laughs> I don't know no. what to do. So, he's been calling me, but I haven't answered.
1: I see. Okay. When the ulala happened, first of all, do you think it's something that happened because you were drinking too much or honestly you have romantic feelings for this man?
3: Well, I think it's a combination of both.
1: Okay. But I've always
3: put my feelings to the side because of course he's married and I never wanted to cross those lines. But of you know, she's terrible and you know, I don't know why it happened. I think the cocktails definitely, you know, gave me some liquid courage and you know it's kind of it was a mutual
1: thing you know i understand so uh but he's married and um so uh, we have to uh, keep that in mind so how about having a good conversation about what just happened listen you know we uh we did something we should have not done um we can't do this when one of us is married um, Right. either we can be friends but you're not coming over ever again and uh, <laughs> right. because you know it's going to happen again or You just uh, don't meet at all and use friends by texting and and calling or you decide it's too much for you to handle and and you'll see him after he's divorced. Which one, in your intuition, is the best scenario?
3: I think we should just stick to the phone and texting, you know, to stay away from each other because apparently there's a level of attraction there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to be the cause or add any problems. So I think that's
1: the best solution. Okay, good. Because remember, and I believe in that, do good to feel right. good. And, right. and so when you do bad, you feel bad the next day. And so exactly. now you know that we all make mistakes. I've made so much more mistakes than you. I can't be starting to judge anyone. But I've mm-hmm. learned one thing is do good, feel good works. And so I think you have to stick to that conversation among adults. And then you decide that's it. We won't meet again physically until he is divorced, and then everything can happen. But until that day, no more ooh No
3: more ooh I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Simon.
1: You're most welcome, Kimi. Good luck to you, and have a good night.
3: You too. Thank you.
1: On a different note, I just got an Instagram dilemma with somebody who went on a date with a big crush of his. The date itself didn't go so well. So we're going to get to that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't call in. Send me a DM on my Instagram, just at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's going on with Nicholas and the girl he took on a date?
0: Nicholas says bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Nicholas.
0: My friends just set me up with this girl that I've been really crushing hard on. We recently went out and she was super picky with her orders and was kind of rude to the waiter. She's really attractive, but it was kind of a turnoff. Maybe she was having an off night. Should I give her another chance?
1: Ooh, Nicholas, that's a good question. When you go on a date with somebody who's rude to the waiter, should you give them another chance? I'll answer that next. Stay with me. Say you've been crushing really hard on someone and you finally take that person to a date. But during the day, that person is super picky with the orders and kind of rude to the waiter. Should you give that person another chance or not? That's the DM I got on my Instagram from Nicholas. Here's my take on this. It all depends on the level of the rudeness and disrespect she showed to the waiters. You can be the most beautiful, charming woman in the world. We have the best chemistry. If you have no respect for people I respect, if you can't be polite, then I'm sorry. I'll never see you again. But the only way I would give her a second chance, if when I talk about it with her, she says, I'm so, so sorry, I just had a very terrible day, I'm so sorry, I would give her a second chance. But she has to admit, and she has to see that she made a major mistake, because we can all make mistakes. So that's the only reason I would give another chance for another date, Nicholas. I hope that helps you. You call the next 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship. Don't wait any longer. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Corrie.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: You have a question for me.
0: Yes, I do. So me and my husband, we've been married for uh, five years and very happily married. But, you know, with time, you know, our relationship behind closed doors, it feels like the fire and the spark is just not there anymore. You know, like we love each other and it just feels like it becomes very routine. So I'm just, I'm asking you, how do I bring that spark? How do I get that fire reignited in a marriage?
1: Yeah, that that's a good question. So uh, let me understand, like the ooh-la-la, it's like very sporadically, like once a month, once every six months. Like what kind of rhythm you guys have romantically?
0: I would say about once a month.
1: And do you miss the most the actual ulala or the romance leading to the ulala?
0: I would say the romance leading up to it, you know, that sure. connection.
1: Exactly, because that is where the answer is. The yes. answer of reigniting the flame is not about what we're going to do when we ulala, because we know how to do this. The question is, how did we start the very beginning? So, Curry, tell me. How did you and your husband started to know each other? What's the beginning of that story?
0: Well, we met, we were coworkers, and we started out as friends, mm-hmm. um, and we hung out a lot, and then, you know, one night we were out having some drinks, and one thing led to another, and we, we kissed, and... Mm-hmm. Next thing we were dating, and it just Mm -hmm. kind of took off from there. You know, we were going to movies, you know, going on long walks, you know, great Mm -hmm. date nights.
1: That's Um, it. That's it. And we have to remember if we want to bring back romance into our life, it's about dating, and dating is about having drinks out of the house, having a good concert to go to, taking a walk together. It's not about the ooh-la-la. That comes as the consequences of the romance. So, Curry, here's what I suggest. How about you guys decide a date night that is special, a restaurant you wanted to go, or a movie, and then naturally, just like at the beginning, you go back to the root of romance, getting to know each other, doing things that are fun and exciting, and everything will come back as it was. It still works today the same way it worked yesterday. But we're going to get out of the house, that's for sure.
0: That sounds amazing, yeah. All right,
1: <laughs> All right so, <laughs> so get out of the house, kill the monotony, and it's going to be exciting. Dress up, do things just like you did at the beginning, and little by little, ooh la la.
0: That sounds great. Thank you so much.
1: All right, most welcome. Thank you for calling, Curry. Good luck to you and your husband. More of the rendezvous coming up next. So, key question for you tonight on the rendezvous. If your partner wasn't good at cleaning, would you want them to clean anyway, or would you just want to do it yourself so it's done right? What would you prefer? And that very question was posted on my Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio, and my social media. And here, the answer that you guys gave. 56% of you said, they need to clean. (laughs) My partner needs to clean. And then 44% of you said, no, I'll clean it myself to make sure it's done right. I kind of, I'm cleaning it myself. I just... If you can't do it, listen, you do something else at the house, and I'll do the cleaning. I'm good with that compromise. That's okay. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Thank you for tuning in to The Rendezvous. I never take you for granted. And really, thank you, thank you, thank you. Merci beaucoup et bonne nuit.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.